Amen, everyone. Come on, say it with me. Say it with me this morning. Amen, amen, amen. So be it, Lord. We declare this is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. The first fruit of our day is to give you our worship and adoration, our love and our praise. For you have done great things, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Amen. Come on, say it with me. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Today is the 10th day of our 21-day fast. You know, in biblical numerology, 10 represents divine order, the law. Divine order is being reestablished one way or another through the judgment of God according to the law which must be fulfilled so that divine order is reestablished. Through prayer and fasting, we are seeking divine order, not only in our own lives, but also divine order within the church, the ecclesia, that represents heaven here on earth. Proverbs 19 and 21 tells us God is building his church according to his pattern, not man's. Churches and pastors are failing because they're not building upon the rock, the rock Christ Jesus. They have become weary. They're disillusioned and they're disappointed. Why? Because they failed to build according to God's pattern. When man tries his own way, he eventually falls. He eventually fails. You know, this past Sunday, um, our bishop, which is Christopher Carl Smith, asked this question. From what you possess, do others profit from it? Ask yourself that question. Is it building the kingdom of God or is it helping to destroy it? Are you a kingdom builder? Well, I want to say that our team this morning are kingdom builders. We have our leaders, which is our bishop and Lady Adrian. They're the pastors of New Destiny. We praise God for them. And you know, they need kingdom builders alongside them. So I would encourage you, I would encourage each one of you, if you are in the area and you can attend New Destiny, become a kingdom builder. My name is Heather Dawson. I am the facilitator, and I am a kingdom builder. Our controller this morning is Sister Tanika Smothers. She's a kingdom builder. She sets up the call for all of us so that it is ready when we sign on. So I say good morning to Tanika. God bless you, kingdom builder. 
Our prayer warrior this morning is Sister Tracy George. She is a kingdom builder. She knows how to enter into the court of heaven and present cases representing those in need. So I say good morning to you, Tracy. How are you? Good morning, Mother Heather. Good morning, Tamika. Um, I am well. How are you, Mother? (laughs) I am well. I am good. I have been awake for a long time this morning. Um, You know, the Lord and I were having a conversation. So I am well. Thank you. And it is good to hear your voice once again. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And our Kingdom Builder devotion leader is Sister Audrey White. And I know she has a word to build us up on how to be the church. So good morning, Sister Audrey. How are you? Good morning, Elder Heather. I am doing fine this morning. I like your fire. (laughs) Good morning, Sister Tracy, and good morning, Sister Tanika. Thank you. Wonderful to be on the line today. Yes. Amen. Amen. So let's pray as uh, Audrey gets ready um, with the word that the Lord has given to her. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this moment in time and for the word that is about to come forth. We desire to be kingdom builders according to your plan. So teach us a truth this morning that will help us to be stronger builders for Christ. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Audrey, please come at this time. Thank you, Elder Heather. Good morning uh, once again to everyone that's on the call. This morning I just want to give God honor and praise and thank him for this wonderful Wednesday that he has given us. I give honor to our bishop and Pastor Adrian and to the Smith family, all of our clergy and servants of the Most High God that are on the line with us this morning. What an honor and a privilege it is to be here. So this morning, our devotion comes from um, the first part of our devotion, or the first scripture that I'll be reading is from the book of Matthew, chapter 16. And for context, I'll start with verse 13 and end with verse 18. Reading from the CEV, it reads, When Jesus and his disciples were near the town of Caesarea Philippi, he asked them, What do people say about the Son of Man? The disciples answered, some people say you are John the Baptist or maybe Elijah or Jeremiah or some other prophet. Then Jesus asked, but who do you say I am? Simon Peter spoke up, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus told him, Simon, son of Jonah, you are blessed. You didn't discover this on your own. It was shown to you by my father in heaven. 18th verse says, so I will call you Peter, which means a rock. On this rock, I will build my church, and death itself will not have any power over it. Amen. Our second scripture comes from Psalm 127, verse 1. The Amplified reads, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Or the NIT says, the work of the builders is wasted. Amen. That is the word of the Lord today. 
Our subject this morning is I am the church, or I will say we are the church. So when we hear church in a conversation, the first thing we think of is a building. We have this mindset that church is a place where we go to on Sundays. So when someone asks us, where do you go to church? They're speaking about a building for the most part, the church behind Walmart, the big church on the corner of 8th and Jefferson. Those are great points of reference, easy for us to relate to. However, we know that the term church means more than a meeting place. It means more than a building. When church is mentioned in the Bible, specifically the New Testament, because it's not found in the Old Testament, the word church comes from the Greek word ecclesia, which is translated as the called out assembly or the congregation. So it's talking about a people. But church is more than just the people. It is the people connected to each other and on a mission together to achieve a common purpose or goal. A, a people working and cooperating with, with each other for the good of the whole. A group of individual believers spiritually joined together in Christ to make up the body of Christ. We are the church. The body of the church is strengthened through the knowledge of the word of, God, of the Lord so that we can live out the ways of the Lord. It's based upon sound doctrine. So it's great that we evangelize and catch the fish, but it's critical for us to build ourselves up in God so that we can, we can teach others and so that we can show others the way. One of the biggest deficits in the body of Christ, I always say, is a lack of knowledge. I believe that there's uh, more teaching. There's, we cannot have too much teaching. There's a deficit. People need to be taught. To become stronger in their faith, people need to be taught. In Acts um, chapter 11, verse 26, it says that Barnabas and Saul met with the church or the people, the ecclesia in Antioch. It reads, he found Saul and brought him to Antioch, where they met with the church for a whole year and taught many of its people. The first order of that day was to build up the people through teaching them the word of God, through teaching them sound doctrine. So we know that within the body, within the church, there are many members, many parts, each one with its own specific purpose designed to be fully functional so that the whole body would be strengthened. When one is not working or is injured or have become weak, it affects the whole body. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 26 says, If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all parts are glad. So all parts are needed. So we have the responsibility to congregate, and to participate. It's important for us to know our part. Ephesians 4, verse 16 says, He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. 
we, when we are truly connected, we have a sense of belonging, a sense of community, a sense of family, a sense of value, a sense that we matter. And therefore, we are committed to the house that we are set in, and we are committed to the work of the Lord for that house. We are committed to being a servant. The church, because it's made up of us, because we are the church, is a living organism. Now, Webster defines organism as a complex structure of interdependent and subordinate elements whose relations and properties are largely determined by their function in the whole. But what does that mean? That's quite a mouthful. It simply means that we need each other, that our growth is dependent on one another. The Lord has not called us to be lone rangers or to be on an island unto ourselves. We cannot do this thing alone. At least in the Bible, it even says where two or three are gathered. So the Lord is the one who builds his church. He's the one who builds us up because we build our lives on his principles and on his ways. He wants to take up a deeper place in us. He wants us to come into a greater intimacy with him. When the Lord is building us, we grow in knowledge and we grow in maturity. And as a body, we grow in effectiveness to impact the whole world, to to impact the world outside of us, around us. And that is why unity is so important. And that is why the enemy does all he can to disrupt the unity, to bring discord and division. His goal is for us to lose our focus and take our eyes off the master builder, who is Jesus. Now, in Psalms 127, verse 1, it says, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. We grow in life by allowing the Lord to build himself into us. This is God's goal in the universe, to enter into man and to be man's life. John 10.10 says, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. So when we allow God to build himself into us day by day, we grow in his divine life. This is a continual process of God working himself into us and transforming us to become more like us, to mature us and allow him to build his church, to build us up, to build us in him. The stronger we are as individual believers, the stronger the church, the congregation, the place where we come together becomes. So we need to be intentional in building ourselves up in the Lord. It's our life. It is the perfect will of God. So, Lord, let us surrender our lives to you so that we may be built up in you for your glory Build us up lest we labor in vain. I've heard uh, bishops say, and it's a, to me it's a, a, a soul-shaking statement, we don't want to be successful at doing the wrong thing. We want success in God. We want to be found doing what God has called us to do, to be built up as the church, as his body, for his glory. So let the church say, amen, amen. 
So, Father, we give you our plans today. We honor you, and we uh, know that you are sovereign. Jesus, you are the head of the church. So, Lord, we give you our plans and our desires. We want what you want us to have. Build us up as a people. Build your body up in this place. Make us stronger this year. Let us be focused on your will and the assignment for us as a body. We ask that you would strengthen our bishop and strengthen our pastor. Continue to crown them with your wisdom. We ask that you would strengthen our leaders and our intercessors, Lord God, and we ask that you would give our our leaders divine strategies and give us all the resources that we need, the favor that we need. We ask that you would surround us with faithful, surround our, our leaders, our pastor, our bishop, with faithful men and women who will hold them up to you in prayer and support them as they need to be supported. I ask that you would bless all of us as servants of God. Bless us as a people, Lord. Let us, New Destiny, be a healthy church so that we can be a blessing to our community and to your kingdom. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Yes, we are the church, the ecclesia. We are the ones that are called out. We're a people that are connected together for the good of the whole. And, you know, um, Sister Audrey said this, that we cannot have too much teaching. I was thinking about that when she made reference. We can never have too much. That's because you can never exhaust the Word of God. It is, there is always more to the Word. So you can never exhaust it. And we should never become weary from the reading of the Word. Because in the Word is where we find our strength, our help, our hope. And she made the statement that we are a living organism and our growth is dependent on one another. Yes, we are dependent upon one another. God has drawn us together. No matter where you attend church, whether it's New Destiny or another one, we have been placed together for the good of the whole, to build the kingdom of God. So, Audrey, I say to you this morning, thank you for being a kingdom builder. Thank you for that wonderful teaching. And I pray that it resonates in every heart this morning that heard what the Lord had to say to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, we're going to go to Sister Tracy, and we're going to join in together. There is power There is much power when we are united in prayer. So we're going to join in with her as she comes at this time and shares any requests, praise reports, any uh, prayers that the Lord has put upon her heart. I just say to all of us that are um, joining in that we are united as one with her. So Tracy, if you will come at this time and lead us into a time of prayer, please. Amen. Good morning. Um, we have a praise report, hallelujah, from um, Charles, from Cheryl Burke. Um, 
we prayed for Charles McCoy's. The McCoy's family would like to thank God for the healing process in Charles McCoy's heart and for the New Destiny prayer team um, prayers. Um, Charles had uh, cardiac catheterization surgery, and when the doctors went in, um, they found no blockages. Praise the Lord. That's the whole purpose of a a cardiac catheterization surgery is to uh, go in and um, mend blockages, but he had none. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. And so Charles is leaving the hospital. Um, um, he will be uh, monitored, um, and so we we continue to pray. They're asking for us to continue to to pray um, and thank God for His uh, healing. Uh, and so He is. Um, it, it, their family is just excited about what God has done as a um, healing miracle in Charles's life, and they say thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. So our prayer request is uh, from the Evangelism uh, Ministry. They're requesting prayers for the city of Pittsburgh to uh, be able to expand with provision for unhoused. Um, They need uh, shelter, more warm centers, uh, and jobs, uh, especially uh, during this um, bad weather season. So, Father God, we just bless and glorify your name today. We first thank you for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for uh, our evangelism team. We thank you, Father, Lord God, that you will continue to strengthen them. We thank you, God, that you will continue to not only strengthen and encourage them, but also be able to um, provide resources um, for the homeless. Uh, And we pray, Lord God, that their um, connection um, with the city of Pittsburgh, um, their collaboration with the city of Pittsburgh will be stronger than ever before. Um, and we just ask, Father, that you are the God of provision. You are our fortress. We pray that you will provide warmth to those who are uh, homeless, that are in cold, in the cold and the the um, wet weather and that are lonely. We pray that you will rain down your provision. Um, You will rain down provision uh, for the city of Pittsburgh to provide a place for shelter for those that are homeless. Comfort them and supply peaceful and warm areas for them to rest. We pray that you will um, provide coats and blankets to keep them warm. We pray, Lord God, both for Pittsburgh and Oakland, the cities of Pittsburgh and Oakland evangelism team, that you will continue to provide resources to aid in the community. Rain down your blessings, Heavenly Father. We pray that you will protect and strengthen them and encourage our evangelism team. We thank you, Lord God, for them. We thank you, Lord God, for their eagerness to serve God. We pray, Lord God, that they are... um, Continue to be blessed to be a blessing, Lord. Cover them with your blood as they go out and seek into the communities. We bless and glorify your name, and we thank you for our evangelism team. We bless your name today, God. Lord, now we pray, Lord God, as this is um, the 10th day, as has been said, um, for our prayer uh, of fasting, divine order. 
We thank you, Father, Lord God, that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. We go forth, Lord God, with your boldness, Lord God, in strength, O oh God, in encouragement and excitement, O oh God, about what you're about to do. As we uh, submit ourselves to you, God, we lift you up, O oh God, in our lives, O oh God. And we know, Father, as we lift you up higher, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we'll be able to do and to be all that you have created us to be. For you are our shepherd, we shall not want. Lord, we just bless your name today, O oh God. For you are our protection, O oh God. We thank you, Lord God, that we are strengthened and protected, O oh God. Lord, we will not fear. We will go forth in boldness. We will trust and lean unto your understanding, O oh God. We will trust and lean on you, O oh God for everything that we have in need of, God. For you said that you are our shepherd and everything you, everything we need, you have. And so, God, we just bless you and we thank you. We give you praise and honor, oh God, for this truly is the day that you have ordained. We bless your name today, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, that we not only have endurance, uh, which comes from you, but, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that our strength in the name of Jesus comes from you and we trust you. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. <laughs> amen. Amen, amen, and amen. And just as Sister uh, Tracy alluded to, the prayer target um, today on the fast is overcoming fear. So in any and all of the situations that were presented before the Lord this morning, we do declare Philippians 4, 6 to do not be anxious about anything. Don't be anxious, but in everything, in everything by prayer and by supplication with thanksgiving. That's key. With thanksgiving. We have to give our thanks. Let your requests be made known to God, which we have done through Sister Tracy this morning. So we stand believing together giving God thanks, for we say it is done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, I want to go back to uh, Sister Audrey uh, for any closing thoughts that she might have for us this morning. Audrey, uh, any closing thoughts? Just want to say uh, thank you for that prayer, Sister Tracy. It was uh, wonderful and powerful, and I just would like to reiterate that it is the Lord's church. We are his church, and he is committing, he is committed to building his church. We need to be committed to following his pattern for building our lives up on the revelation that Jesus is Lord and that he is the head of the church. We need to be committed to learning and growing and maturing and being in unity with one another because we do need each other so that we can do the work of the Lord all for his glory. And Jesus has already said, no matter what happens, the rain may come, the floods may may try to overtake us, the fires may come, opposition and persecution, no matter what will come, the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. So let the church say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this morning. Know this, 
know this, people, that divine order is being established. It's being established. God is building his church according to his plan, not our plan, but according to his. And we've been called to be the ecclesia, the kingdom builders. Hallelujah. So, Father, go with us. Go with us throughout this day, no matter where it is. Be glorified. Be lifted up so that Jesus can draw the lost to himself, saving them from the very clutches of hell. We know that hell is wide open, but we declare that our God is greater, and when Jesus is lifted up, that he will draw those that are lost and undone unto himself. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for the time that we've had together this morning. Thank you for the richness of your word. And thank you for the power of prayer. We thank you for that. It has been a good morning to be together. And I want to remind everyone that is part of New Destiny, and even if you would like to be a guest of ours tonight, that tonight our service is a time of worship and a time of prayer. So I encourage you, come out, if at all possible. Come out. We know that it is live-streamed, and it's easy to stay at home. But there's something special about coming together and stepping into that atmosphere where we are inviting his very presence to saturate, to saturate the house, to saturate the people. So if at all possible, I would say to you, come, be a part of our service tonight. But then again, like I said, if you can't, then we surely want you to stream the service. Hallelujah. So I pray you were blessed this morning. I pray that you're excited to know that you're a kingdom builder. I pray that you're excited to go out today, wherever it is that you must go, that you are uh, covered in the blood of Jesus, that Angels attend unto your ways, and that there is no weapon formed against you that's going to prosper. Hallelujah. So we're going to open up the lines at this time. We're going to worship together for a few minutes, and then we're going to go about our day. Hallelujah. Please open the lines. 